Episode 45, The Lives and Deaths of the Apostles. Today is October 28th. It's the Feast of the Apostles, Simon and Jude. So I thought it would be helpful to trace the lives of the apostles after Christ ascended into heaven. What happened to them? Where did they end up in the world, since our Lord told them to go out to all the world, to baptize all nations? And how did they die? We know that all the apostles, except for St. John, were martyrs. So how and where did they die? Of course, the first of the apostles to die was Judas, who betrayed Christ. So there's not much uh, to talk about there. But the first after him was the apostle James, who was the leader of the Church of Jerusalem shortly after Christ ascended into heaven. And his martyrdom is recounted in the book of Acts, which chronicles the early church, Acts chapter 12. And he was killed around the year 44, and he was executed by Herod. This is James, the son of Zebedee, so the brother of John the Apostle. There's also another apostle, James, who is the son of Alphaeus, who dies later and in a different manner. St. James the Apostle, we know by the nickname James the Greater, was the first to give his life as a witness to Christ. Next, we'll talk about St. Peter, who, along with Paul, was martyred by the Emperor Nero in probably the year 64. He was crucified upside down. Paul was beheaded. Because of Peter's death in Rome, it was then that Rome became the major see of the church and remains so to this day. In St. Peter's Square, there's a large obelisk there, and that obelisk was in the middle of the circus of the Emperor Nero, where St. Peter was crucified. And it's placed there in the middle of St. Peter's Square as a monument to his martyrdom. It's probably the last thing he laid his eyes upon as he was being crucified. He deemed himself not worthy to die in the same way that Christ, so he asked that he be crucified upside down. So because he and Paul spilled their blood there, Rome, from the very beginning, was the center and the heart of the church on earth. Also crucified was St. Andrew, the brother of St. Peter. And a lot of the stories of the apostles' lives after Christ ascended into heaven come from various documents. We have varying degrees of confidence in their reliability, but there's a lot to be said for the various traditions of different countries claim, that happen to claim a certain apostle as the one who evangelized their land. So it's said that St. Andrew uh, evangelized the part of the world that is now Russia, as well as uh, Greece and what is now Turkey. St. Thomas the Apostle was martyred by being thrust through with spears, and the people of particularly southern India claim Thomas as the one who evangelized their part of the world. You'll find a lot of uh, Indian Christians named Thomas, particularly in the states of Kerala and Goa, the southern part of India. It appears that St. Philip also was crucified, and probably in what is modern-day Turkey. He had converted by his preaching the wife of one of the consuls of the city, and for that he was put to death, some say also with St. Bartholomew. But St. Bartholomew, according to another tradition, was sent to preach in various lands, such as Ethiopia, also to India with St. Thomas, and Armenia. And it's said that he was put to death in Armenia and that he was flayed alive, that he was skinned alive. In various works of art and statues, usually St. Bartholomew, also known as St. Nathaniel, is shown holding his own skin, which is just a lovely image. It's said that St. Matthew, the evangelist, the former tax collector, had gone to Ethiopia and that he had gone to Persia, in other words, modern-day Iran, that area, and that he was martyred in Ethiopia where he was stabbed to death. The other St. James, from the one that we talked about, St. James the Lesser, St. James the son of Alphaeus, 
he preached the gospel in Syria, according to some, and then he was stoned to death in Syria. Saint Simon, whose feast day we celebrate today, ministered also in Persia, as well as in Egypt and modern-day Lebanon and Armenia, and according to tradition, he evangelized along with Saint Jude. Of course, that's why they share their feast day today. According to tradition, both were martyred around the year 65, and Saint Simon was martyred by being sawn in half, which is why he's often pictured with a long saw. Again, lovely image. And Saint Jude is said to have been either hacked to death with an axe or thrust through with a spear. The apostle who replaced Judas was Matthias, as we hear about in the Acts of the Apostles. Tradition has him going to Syria and also Ethiopia. He was burned alive. And finally, John the Apostle, the only one not to have met his death by martyrdom and not for lack of trying, he was cast into boiling oil in Rome, but that didn't really do anything to him. So he was exiled under the persecution of the emperor Domitian to the island of Patmos, which is in the Aegean Sea. It's a Greek island, and that's where he wrote the book of Revelation, the last book of scripture. Previous to that, he had lived in Ephesus in modern-day Turkey, and tradition has it that there he tended to the Blessed Mother until her assumption into heaven. Remember that Christ entrusted Mary and John to each other at the foot of the cross. This is why there was such a great devotion to Mary in the, the city of Ephesus. That's where the Council of Ephesus was held, which, as you recall from a previous episode, proclaimed Mary as Theotokos, the mother of God, the God-bearer. So in reflecting on the lives of the apostles and their tireless efforts to evangelize distant lands, we recall how different they are in their life after Pentecost than they were beforehand. Remember, all except John abandoned Christ during his passion, and Peter, who is the chief of the apostles, denied him three times publicly. All of them were weak and ignorant in some way or another, and that's shown very clearly in the Gospels. But after Pentecost, they show this amazing courage that is not really explicable in natural terms. Their tireless effort to evangelize the world is itself a proof of the real resurrection of Christ, that they really encountered the risen Christ, and it's a proof of the efficacy of grace. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit they received at Pentecost really fundamentally changed them. So we need to recall that grace really can transform us, and we ought to let it transform us, because with God's grace, we can do things that are unimaginable otherwise by our natural efforts. They were given the courage to endure such horrible torments and deaths, and they did so happily because they wanted to follow Christ and they were assured of eternal life. So we ask the intercession of all the apostles, but in particular Saint Simon and Jude, that we might have the courage to proclaim the gospel in season and out of season, no matter what the opposition is, and to do so with courage, boldness, and joy. Thank you for listening to Catholic Daily Brief. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Consider becoming a member at patreon.com slash catholicdailybrief. God bless.